Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. The South Carolina Supreme Court issued its opinion regarding the Fetal Heartbeat and Protection Act. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, this is a case where the Fetal Heartbeat and Protection Act in South Carolina was challenged and it went all the way to the South Carolina Supreme Court. Recently, the Supreme Court of that state issued a three-to-two decision overturning the South Carolina Fetal Heartbeat and Protection Act and ruled that it is an unreasonable restriction upon a woman's so-called right to privacy to prevent her from having an abortion. You know, Holly, this is so maddening, this kind of judicial activism. Mm -hmm. This began with the United States Supreme Court in the abortion arena in 1973. And unfortunately, we have lived under that particular idea, and all of these judges went to law school and they studied Roe v. Wade and Planned Parent versus Casey, and now these judges are judges or justices in their individual states, as in South Carolina. And if you are going to cut the tether that ties you to the Constitution or the text, this is what happens. They come up with this idea that you have a right to privacy. You know, privacy is when you are not expecting someone else to have access to that information. Privacy is, say, for example, in the privacy of your home. You're not out in public. But when you go out in your front yard, you're no longer expecting a privacy right to actually be applicable to you because now you're out in public. What you do in your house, you can't do in your front yard because of privacy issues. You can't say that you have a right to privacy when you're out in public. You don't have a right to privacy when your actions affect a third party. And in this particular situation, there is no right to privacy under any stretch of the imagination when you want to terminate the life of another person. And that is exactly what happens in abortion. You know, I think much stronger, I mean, the United States Constitution, as well as the South Carolina Constitution, there is a right to life. You have a right to life. Whether you can speak for your own life or not, there is a right to life. And I don't understand how a court can say that a woman has a right to kill her child who has a right to life. Well, you have a right to life, and then they arbitrarily then begin when life begins where mm -hmm. you're going to have that right. So the right to life only begins when you're outside of the womb and you take your first breath. You have a right to life then. Well, what about uh, 30 seconds earlier, uh, a minute earlier, uh, five minutes earlier when it's the same baby and you are still breathing but through a different method attached to the umbilical cord right. but you are a living human being does that mean that you don't have a right to life and all of a sudden magically it happens within this you know just a fraction of a minute moment of time no and that's it the, the difference is time from the moment of conception to the moment that child is born is just the difference is time so do they have to go through i guess and amend their constitution to say that 
we do have a right to life in that Constitution? You know, unfortunately, they need to do that now is go and amend their Constitution to put in the Constitution the right to life and overturn this decision or that the decision uh, you could put in the Constitution that the Constitution does not grant a right to an abortion. But, you know, you have to look at the bottom line of this, Matt. I mean, in 2021, the governor signed this Fetal Heartbeat and Protection from Abortion Act, and it's a six-week abortion ban. And just about uh, right after the ink was dry, these Planned Parenthood centers came and filed suit. So you see the interest of this Planned Parenthood. Bottom line, they want more money. And of course, we've talked about that many times with our Sandra Merritt case. It's all about the bottom line for them is money. They don't care about the right to life or really the right to privacy or women's health care. Whatever euphemisms they want to use, it's about getting them more money. Yeah, there's five uh, judges on the South Carolina Supreme Court, and it is just maddening that three people, three people for the entire state issue a death penalty Mm -hmm. for children in that state. The court wrote, today we consider whether the Fetal Heartbeat and Protection from Abortion Act, the act as they're referring to it, Mm -hmm. violates a woman's constitutional right to privacy as guaranteed in Article 1, Section 10 of the South Carolina Constitution. We hold that the decision to terminate a pregnancy rest upon the utmost personal and private considerations imaginable and implicates a woman's right to privacy. While this right is not absolute and must be balanced against the state's interest in protecting unborn life, this act, which severely limits and in many instances completely uh, forecloses abortion, is an unreasonable restriction upon a woman's right to privacy and is therefore unconstitutional. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Privacy is where you have a reasonable expectation of privacy. And in the context of what you do to another, you know, they even refer to it as an unborn Mm -hmm. life. Uh, What you do to this life, whether it's in the womb or out of the womb, is affecting someone else. No one would, for example, say that you have a right to privacy, that you know, 30 seconds or a minute after this baby is born, a right to privacy exists for you to order the doctor to terminate the life of that child. I mean, that would be ridiculous. There's no privacy right there. It's like they're taking the right to privacy. It's like a piece of taffy, and they keep pulling it and pulling it and stretching over. Okay, we can have it to cover abortion now. And we, you know, they keep distorting it to try to cover these different issues that they want you know, to pass, which is they want abortion. Yeah, they want to be able to kill unborn children. You know, this particular battle began in 1973 on January 22 when the Supreme Court distorted the Constitution and invented this so-called right to an abortion. They couldn't find any place in the Constitution on which they could rely. So they jumped around and said, well, it could be in this amendment, that amendment, this amendment, or the other amendment could be in the in the light, the penumbra that emanates from the edges of the Constitution. It's the most ridiculous thing. And from 1973 until 2022, that decision reigned. Now on June 24, 2022, fortunately, the Supreme Court reversed in a very well-reasoned decision its abortion cases going back to 1973, including Planned Parenthood versus Casey in 1992. But the battle now is on the state level. Right. And... I was concerned that some of these activist judges 
on the state would follow the model that the Supreme Court has rightly rejected uh, through its previous 49-year history, uh, that is because these judges, you know, from 1973, from the fall of 1973, when law school students entered law school or returned to law school in the fall of 1973, uh, they have learned from then until 2022 or 2021 Abortion. They have learned this idea of Roe versus Wade, Planned Parenthood versus Casey. Those individuals graduated from law school. Uh, they're in various kinds of uh, professions around the country and around the world. And obviously, all these judges, no matter what level, they've graduated from law school being weaned on that pablum of abortion. And now they're at their state Supreme Court. And instead of doing their own individual research, they cut themselves loose from the Constitution and they come up with this idea of privacy rights. There is no expectation of privacy when you want to eliminate another human being. And this is a life that they are carrying in the womb. It's a separate um, DNA. Uh, many times, you know, at the moment of conception, that is a separate identifiable person with a different uh, set of uh, destinies and characteristics, although related to you, it is a separate identifiable distinct individual. Right. And there should be no right of judges to decide whether children's lives hang in the balance or not. That's wrong. Well, continue Murder. to pray for our cases. We filed an amicus brief in this case on behalf of the National Hispanic Christian Leadership Conference and the Frederick Douglass Foundation, representing thousands and thousands of Hispanic and African-American individuals in South Carolina. We're doing this all over the country. This battle is raging from state to state. We're right involved in that as we have been from the very beginning of Liberty Council since 1989. Go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash life. That's lc.org forward slash life for more information on these subject matters. And for the general information, lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. Again, that phone number, 407-875-1776.